boys and girls, laddies, laddies, lassies, and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of the Michael Dupree Variety Hour podcast. Feels good to say that. We've been doing the show on WAYN Radio for two years, two-ish years now, but we have been forming a sieve, not a sieve, a shiv, a shank, whatever they make in prison, and we have busted our big boy heinies out of there, and we're free now, and have a much smaller audience base, I'm sure, (laughs) much less funding, but you know what? I don't give a heck. I don't give a freaking heck, kids. If you are listening to the show, I really appreciate it. It means you really love me. It means you're my one true soulmate. We have a good show for you guys today, but before I just, <laughs> I should probably describe what the show is for those who don't know what it is. Mm. The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is a quote-unquote comedy show podcast where we interview artists and local talent and, you know, some wacky characters, play some games, play some music, get stuff going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Today I have a guest on the show. His name is Mr. Mike McGettigan. He is the head writer and director of the Erie Canal Theater. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, thank you for having me on the uh, Michael Dupree Var- Variety Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know that we have the same name? Uh, Dupree? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow. I did not know that. That's very... Uh... My middle name is Dupree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my last name is Dupree. Wow. I didn't know that either. Hmm. That's why I just thought the name of the show was a coincidence. <laughs> you just thought I th- you thought I named the show after my first guest. Yeah, I just thought you wow. maybe just I thought it was I was honored. I was sitting at home last night. Like, going, oh my goodness, he wants me on the show. <laughs> like that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Mike McGettigan, you are the head writer and director of the Erie Canal Theater. What is correct? What? Whoa! It's <laughs> the Erie Canal Theater. Uh, the Erie Canal Theater is a. Uh, audio-only production company, and we produce a lot of different types of shows for uh, our podcast listeners, of which there are there are, they are legion. <laughs> they are legion. They, they are the are 1%. Legion. Yes. I mean, 99%. No, 99%. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, be careful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all it is. We do like a lot of different um, old uh, old style shows. Like, And when I say old style, I mean, you know, I'm a, I've been a big fan of old radio mm-hmm. uh, for my entire life. I grew up listening to like The Shadow and Jack Benny and all these different shows from the Cereals 30s and, and 40s and Cereals and yeah. All these different things. Orson Welles was a big, a uh, big fan of Orson Welles, and uh, all these things kept inspiring me into my into my teens and like. And as I got older, then I just started discovering like alt comedy from the '60s, stuff mm-hmm. like the Firesign Theater and um, Stan Freeberg, and um, all kinds of different uh, National Lampoon, uh, all kinds of different. Uh, radio stuff and I was a huge fan of that and then uh, once I got into doing improv comedy I was like well you know I still really want to do that and then um, and then 15 years passed (laughs) 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 and then and then finally I met some other people that were interested in that and uh, now podcast stuff is kind of booming so it's kind of great to be creating this stuff all the time and now I'm also doing other podcast stuff Uh, uh, I'm doing a a show where I'm uh, 
I'm DMing a group through a, uh, a role-playing adventure. Really? Uh, what, mm-hmm. What's that one called? Uh, actually, I don't know the name of it. Oh. <laughs> I cannot plug it because I do not know its name. <laughs> well, but it's make a lot the name of fun. up right here right now. Uh, uh, it is called uh, Roll Them Dice, bud. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Tune in to Roll Them Dice, bud, on Only any and all available. podcast providers. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just friend me on Facebook, uh, the eight people that are listening, and it'll be fine. So, the Erie you think Canal. There's eight people listening. Well, I hope so. At okay. least, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like throughout the history, throughout the entire timeline of this podcast being a thing, I hope it, there's at least eight people that listen to it that aren't just me. Because <laughs> I like to go back and just hear my voice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. blame you. So the Erie Canal Theater is. Um, how how old is it now? Um, I think it's. I think it's just actually. I looked at my timeline the other day, and it was, uh, I think we are just at a year now. It's like a year and a couple weeks now wow. that we've been doing stuff. Yeah. So it's uh, it's very, very, like, well-produced. Like, I was binge-listening to uh, Switchboard oh, Infinity, yeah. your, uh, the audio sci-fi cartoon thing, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, over this week uh, to try to, like, pretend like I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, that's what this interview is oh, about. Yeah. I see. Yeah. <laughs> so um, very, very well-produced. Like, how do you... Yeah. And I, I noticed at some of the end of the episodes it says it takes over a hundred hours to produce, <laughs> yeah, and I can you can definitely are. tell like it's yeah. not just like throw in spaceship sound here, you know. No. There's a lot going on, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. like it definitely like it's like you're watching it. So yeah. how do you how do you go about doing something like that? Well, to begin with, our process starts with uh, a beat sheet. A beat sheet oh, for those yeah. of you not in the some beach. Oh well, no, that's not. I'm not talking about your crusty, uh, crumpled up, <laughs> yellowish sheets that are uh, wrinkled in a ball and thrown in the corner wow. when you are uh, done with them. Yellow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't know what you do. Yellow. Mine's um, usually red. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, let's reel it back. Anyways, yeah. uh, so uh, it starts with a beat sheet. A beat sheet, for those of you not in the biz, is a list of basically what happens next, like mm-hmm. thing to thing, each major event. So we start with that, and then we improvise uh, around those beats until we get uh, something that we're happy with. And then once we take that, we uh, we improvise it a few more times to make sure that we're, we like uh, that what we've done. And then uh, it goes to the editing process. And in the editing process, they cut out a lot of the noise and the extra junk. And they will like incorporate, that. yeah, like, exactly. Like when I just hit my microphone there, yeah, exactly. That's the kind of stuff they'd cut out, <laughs> like things like that. Um, Phone calls going off in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, so they chop it down, and then they create almost all of their own sound effects too. So they will foley it. Yeah. Well, in foley is a film term, uh, but there Sorry. is not really one for audio, so we say foley anyways. Mick I foley. guess you know Mick Foley. Yeah. yeah. Nice job, Mick Thanks. Foley. Um, <laughs> uh, have a nice day. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, like the one guy uh, for a, a, a robot that has a suction cup feet, he went down to his basement, got his uh, recording equipment out, took a plunger and put it on his basement floor and started making, you know, noises nice. off the floor when he could have just asked me to do those awesome mouth noises. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he actually just when he came in with that sound effect, you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have. I, you know, I guess you just don't value me as a person. That's <laughs> fine. But he, he wound up pulling uh, tiles off of his floor in the basement because, like, you know, he's just recording sound. For another thing, he put a uh, he put his iPhone on record mode, threw it into a suitcase, packed it up with a bunch of clothing, and threw it down some stairs to oh, get wow. the right sound of somebody falling down the stairs. So. 
uh, Jeff Jemison. Shout out to Jeff Jemison. He's uh, he's a, a fantastic. Name. I know. So Jeff nice. Jemison. They named him twice. Is what it sounds like, <laughs> but it's not. It's just two two different names. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, excellent, excellent uh, sound design and uh, and editing from all those guys at uh, Erie Canal. Erie Canal. You all right? Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. You fall off the I chair. Just, uh, <laughs> you started seizing a little bit. Yeah. Um, That's okay. It happens sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, in addition to good sound design, you guys also have a lot of like music on the show, like your mm-hmm. um, uh, your theme and music and scores produced by Zelda and the Unibrows. Is that yes, right? and that's uh, that's Joe Kraus. Joe Kraus has been doing stuff with uh, his band Zelda and the Unibrows for for many years now. I think probably like twenty years, and that's where I first met Joe. He was kind of my uh, way into this whole Erie Canal thing because I. Found out that he wanted to do something in audio, and I thought, yeah, I really want to do something too, and we just wound up collaborating. But I had met Joe many years ago through the Second City Detroit, and eventually through the Planet Ant and stuff, and had seen him around performing and uh, kept up with him on Facebook, and wound up um, you know, uh, being a fan of a lot of the stuff that he did, because he's a pretty brilliant guy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, baby. I'll drink a beer to that. Got <laughs> uh, one oh, twenty those, in the afternoon. Are those the kind of hot uh, replies that you have when, when people say things like, hell yeah, baby, I'll drink a beer to that? Do you use that a lot? Is yeah. that like your go-to? Only when I'm hanging out with Kid Rock. Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> Me drinking badass American lager. I like that. <laughs> oh, what can I say? Oh. So, you, Hi, kid. So oh, you thank ha- you for listening. Does he listen? Well, he was on the show once. Oh. Not really. No. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes. Um, Keep the magic alive. Yeah, go back in the archives. You'll find it probably, oh, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. All right. Just play a, <laughs> play a snippet of it right here. What the fuck is up? The Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Oh, wow. That was great. That was awesome. That was really great. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I hope you don't forget to edit that no, in. I won't. I, I can't now. Good. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's locked yeah. in. Wow. So, um... You had an uh, eighteen episode serial mm-hmm. Switchboard Infinity. Mm-hmm. Is that over now? Uh, the story of Switchboard Infinity is done for now. However, that universe is still something that we're looking to go back into. Oh, okay, so cool. we're going to probably go back into that good. universe for a uh, Christmas, a uh, couple Christmas episodes. Oh, yeah, which that'll be fun, right? A couple <laughs> Christmas episodes. Yeah. So like all at once, or like well, each year. We'll s- no, no, this year. Uh, oh, okay. This year, just like maybe two or four. Uh, depending, I can't remember what the schedule we will, that we set is. Uh, but right now, uh, we have released um, we released a, uh, a uh, our version of a uh, a cover, if you will, of an old radio program called the Forble Board. Oh, okay, and yeah. uh, that's that's a lot of fun. We did that for Halloween. Released that. Check that out. And then uh, we are currently working on our next storyline, uh, Laughageddon. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> which is kind of a, uh, it's kind of a retro future eighties like alternate reality eighties kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like this, you know, dark, synthy, destructive and gross New York City kind of thing, Very alternate cyberpunk. world. Kind of cyberpunk, but that's not really computery. So there's yeah, okay. not really the cyber element. You know, it's well, just more. Like I know a lot neon, about cyber. Neon punk. You want a cyber? Yeah. ASL. ASL. <laughs> 18 female Florida. <laughs> oh well, looks yeah. like I lucked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Is that your mechanical keyboard? Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. That's my idea. I don't know if there's a mechanical keyboard or if you were like entering like fax information in your like I don't know why I'm making the the keyboard sound effect when it's like, you know, they'd have to be able to see me typing. I don't know. They can't read my screen. (laughs) So we have a clip here from the thing on the floorboard board. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tell us, give us a brief description of this. What are we about to hear? Well, I'm not exactly what part of the beginning. (laughs) It's the beginning. (laughs) All right. Then, Then I know. All right, so the beginning, uh, what you're going to hear is the intro to the Forable Board. Uh, and basically what this is, is uh, it's from a show called Lights Out. Or not Lights Out. No, uh, it was from a show called... Uh, Starts with a G, I think. <laughs> I can't remember what the name of the original going, show is. Going, maybe? Uh, I don't know. But anyways, this show uh, kind of well <laughs> concentrated on doing old radio in a way that was based in uh, a lot of like monologue heavy stuff without as much scenic design, but this one kind of crosses over into both. So you're hearing the introduction of the story, which is the monologue that leads into the story as if you're a visitor sitting down to hear a tale from this weird person that uh, you're sitting in their house and uh, and uh, having an uncomfortable uh, <laughs> sit down with. All right, yeah. great. All right, so here is a short clip from The Thing on the Forbal Board with, from Erie Canal Theater. Me? I'm a roughneck. Well, I was a roughneck. I mean, 20 years ago, a little too old, too slow now. Besides, I got a dollar now. Don't have to be a roughneck, you see. Married, got a nice home. Man, have to meet my wife. Hey, Mike! Now, her name's Maxine, but she likes to be called Mike. Mike! (laughs) Well... I guess she's busy out in the kitchen someplace. Besides, she doesn't hear very well. Uh, shame, too. Oh, she's so pretty and everything. Well, you'll meet her. Sit down. I, I was saying, uh, I was a roughneck. Well, no, that doesn't mean exactly what you think it means. A roughneck is an oil field worker, specifically a guy on a drilling crew. Call them roughnecks, like you call a section hand on a railroad, a gang dancer, a garage hand, a grease monkey. At the same time, you work around a drilling crew for a while, you're going to be a roughneck in every sense of the word, boy. <laughs> yeah, the derrick floor or, or affordable board's no place for a guy with a bow tie, because when you have to fool around with drilling holes that go farther down in the ground than it is from the top of Pike's Peak down to sea level, it... oh yeah, sure they do time I was a roughneck, we got this one whale down 7,313 feet. That was a record. But last May, Pure Oil bought one out in, in the Natrona Valley in Wyoming at 14,309 feet. That, friend, is almost three miles. Quite a hole, that, huh? Oh, sure, I don't think there's an oil man in the world that doesn't wonder one time or another what's down there besides rock and oil and gas. Oil that's made out of trees that died 20 million years ago. Oil that's made out of dinosaur bones. Oil that's maybe made out of the flesh and blood of men. Maybe that beat each other to death with a stone axe. 88 saber-toothed tiger for lunch. Yeah, you get to wondering. 
You look at the cores that come up from the way down there, and sometimes there's these little shells, trilobites mostly. It was alive when Manhattan Island, where New York is, was under half a mile of ice. But we found something once. Maybe Billy Grumwalm. And something found us. Yeah, I'll tell you about it. All right, we are back. That was mm. the thing on the formal board Chilling. from Erie Canal Theater. Spooky. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear the rest of that shish, <laughs> shish kebab, <laughs> if you want to hear the – I know. Uh, we're in Wayne Radio Studios, and uh, we can swear if we want, but I, I just got it beaten into me. It just beaten costs off on you. Me. And, and if you're on Wayne, it costs you $10 a word, right? Uh, $10 a word and then some. Can I, can, I, can I rattle one off right now? Dude, go for it. Goddamn motherfucking son of a bitch. Oh. That would have cost me – Fifty bucks, almost. God damn. <laughs> God damn is one, I guess. Mother's right? a swear. Oh, motherfucker, uh-huh. son of a bitch. Well, I guess well, it's only thirty. Thirty bucks, bucks but uh, yeah. we God's and you said the word God in vain. That's twenty bucks. Oh right yeah. There, so. Well, and plus we just the revisited word all of those. <laughs> uh, the word of God. We just revisited all of those as well. So I guess that would cost as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was the uh, <laughs> thing on the horrible board from the Eric Canal Theater. If you want to hear the rest of that, which if you don't. You might as well stop listening to my show right yeah, now because just, uh, that's my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Dupree. <laughs> Look up on any any, po- any podcast provider, the Erie Canal Theater, or just go to ErieCanalTheater.com. Yeah, that's, you could. Or you is could it the ErieCanalTheater.com? I don't remember. I think we probably bought both <laughs> URLs, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, just I'm not sure. Safe. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's safe. But, I mean, you know, check it out. On, we're on iTunes, Google Play. Mm-hmm. I recommend Google Play. And you guys have a Patreon, right? Mm-hmm. We do have a Patreon. With yeah. rewards. Oh, yeah. There's rewards yeah. available. Stickers. Yeah. You could totally stuff. subscribe to it and throw your money at us and feed us. Yeah. It would be really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, Mike looks very mel. mel- nourished yeah right if you now. could see me i'm freakishly tall but really thin <laughs> and it's kind gaunt. of disturbing gaunt Gassly. i look like a slender man yeah ooh. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i was like well i mean yeah. the six arms and everything yeah well and i shouldn't have worn this black suit too so <laughs> yeah. i guess that's my fault and you're you have no facial yeah. features <laughs> that's so. the, that's that's a that's a birth so. defect yeah i mean you're yeah. That's why I do radio stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you got to. You have to at some point. People don't laugh. They cry when they see me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can I can vouch for that. But listen to this sexy and funny voice. <laughs> so funny. So normal <laughs> and so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> so uh, in addition to Uh-oh. the... Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. I didn't, you you didn't, I didn't tell you I was going to bring math in. Yeah, okay. <laughs> in, in addition... addition to, ooh, yeah. we like harmonize with that. Harmonize. Um, in Sorry. addition to the Erie Canal Theater being a podcast yeah. thing, mm-hmm. um, you are also a, a improv troupe. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, I well, the recording is tonight, but this isn't going up to Monday. So tonight, you guys are going to be performing at the Planet Ant Theater. Correct. What? Do you is it just regular like a regular improv set or? Uh, well, I'm glad you, you're asking me that loaded question when you darn well know the answer to it. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely do not do a regular improv well, set. We do a, mm-hmm. a, a what's called a bat, which means that we turn out all the lights in the theater. Everything is completely pitch black. Oh. We turn off even the booth stuff. Everything uh, blot out all the lights so that we get a very pitch black theater. And we perform uh, a bat. A bat is just improv with no lights on. So it's similar to a radio experience. Um, The plans for the future for that is that we will actually have uh, microphones and uh, we will be doing live sound effects. Okay, that was going to be my next question. That's really cool. So we're taking it in that direction. However... It's a lot of work to get things like that together. Plus, in addition to getting all of the stuff that we need for live sound effects, 
It's like we have to get, you know, the people to run it and the people to uh, to just do all of that uh, side of things while we're doing our uh, funny business on stage. Right. You know? Then you also have to worry about people like having claustrophobia, freaking out, running out of the theater. Well, is that is that what that's called when you're afraid of the dark? Claustrophobia? That's what I call it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Closter yeah. is like, you know, Oh, no, don't my cluster uncle cluster the lights. My uncle Closter always <laughs> turned the lights off, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's why you, when you'd see yeah. him, you'd just start screaming. Ah, they got yeah. my claustrophobia's back. Stop it, Closter. Stop it. No. I must Un- turn off the lights. <laughs> uncle Closter. Uncle Closter, yeah. yeah. Un- it's worse when it's an uncle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, you're you you're a man about town. Oh, yeah. A little man you're, about uh, town. Yeah. So in addition to being another addition, another math yeah, problem God. coming up. Oh, boy. In addition to uh, Erie Canal Theater, mm-hmm. head writer and director of that, you're an actor, uh, mm-hmm. award-winning director, oh, and writer. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I wasn't going to, you would. <laughs> Why uh, are you serious? I don't even think about them ever. <laughs> Except for when I go home and kiss them goodnight. Yeah, well, I polish them every night first, yeah. and then kiss them. Yeah, okay. There's, so. a, there's a whole process. It takes <laughs> you, me 30 minutes to go You to do bed. not want your lip mark to not no. be on the award. Right, exactly. <laughs> it has to be, I have to rub last night's lip mark off so right. I can put a new lip mark on. You're not going to kiss yourself. No. <laughs> That's gross. That's are you crazy? So uh, you like also are a member of the yeah. Planet Ant home team. Yes. What yes. do you call yourself first? Uh, a polymath. <laughs> You're going to have to break that down for me. <laughs> a polymath is the, uh, I don't really call myself a polymath, but that's just a term to describe somebody that's pretty much good at every single aspect oh, of something. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. <laughs> Jack, hey, well, yeah, leave your sheets out of this. <laughs> uh, Jack of all trades, master of none, better than being uh, stuck with one or something like that. Did There's, you make that up? No, that's the actual rest of that rhyme. That's you never hear that. the whole rhyme, but the whole rhyme is actually uh, encouraging you to do multiple things instead of just one thing. Uh, that that whole jack of all trades thing is like usually people bring it up like you shouldn't be doing all those things. It's like no, you know what? Uh, it's better to do a lot of things. I think I agree. so. I agree with that sentiment. And uh, yeah, I love I love performing. I love comedy. I love uh, teaching, which I also do over at the Planet Ant Theater. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't get enough of it. So I work with people on writing shows. Uh, I write scripts. I'm working on writing uh, three different shows right now with people. Um, coaching different troops around town. Um, it's a passion. I just love to do it. That's how I make my living, too, is uh, teaching uh, improv. Namely. Awesome. Yeah. Anything coming up that you would like to uh, plug in here, throw it on? Um, well, not really. Thank you. Well, tonight, tonight, uh, you know, which is not going to be uh, – tonight will be Monday. We're going to mm-hmm. release this during the day. Uh, yes. Okay. Then come down to the Planet Ant Theater for only $5. You can see three different shows. Mm. Uh, the opening team, the home team, which I'm a part of, and I also host the Ant Jam, where you, yes, you, can get up on stage only and perform. You. Uh, only you. Not, no, not you. No. You have no, to bring you. your Michael Dupree Variety Hour not voucher. You. Yeah, you do. <laughs> if you don't have your Michael Dupree Variety Hour a voucher, which is a part of a bed sheet that <laughs> is suspicious. Yellow red bed sheet. <laughs> Yellow red bed sheet. It's a McDonald's land play place bed sheet uh then you will not be allowed in no uh but seriously yeah planet Ant theater in hamtramck uh it's only five bucks uh yeah it's a great time absolutely mm-hmm. well thank you so much for coming on the show mike i do have one game question Ooh. to play with you really quick only one okay are you familiar with the game fuck mary kill Yes. Okay, yes. well, we play a little game on the show that's similar to that, but we change okay. it up a little bit. All right. So I'm going to ask you, yeah. hire as a personal trainer, mm. start a cupcake business with, mm. and kill. 
Okay. All right. Those are the three choices. Yes. All right. Cupcakes, so, personal trainer, and kill. Yep. All right. Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Mm, Bruce Willis. Trainer. Well, Perso- I didn't. You gotta, you gotta oh, have all three. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you you're all right. Three. Okay. Bruce Willis. And, yeah, you don't want. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. Know. You're right. You're right. Die Bruce Hard. Willis and Die Hard. Bruce Willis in Fifth Element, and Bruce Willis in Real Life. Ooh. Bruce Willis in Real Life would be cupcake business. Oh yeah. But why? why is that? <laughs> because he has a sh- shitload of money. I mean, oh the yeah. Guy's loaded. If I started a cupcake business with him, I would. It would. It would. Could be the shittiest. Cupcake It'd be like business, Wahlburgers. And it would be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. But it would less just racist. be like. Whoosh, yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't almost kill a guy. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I would probably. I'd probably. Uh, personal train with the uh, the Bruce Willis from Die Hard, yeah. just because uh, John McClane he's he's Ryan Sassy. He's, been places. he's you know yeah, yeah exactly, but he's also Ryan Sassy, and he has like you know he has some fun anecdotes, and maybe I could help him with his personal life and his and his wife and stuff. He's know? been through stuff though, he's, man. Yes, like you can't blame yeah, him. He has, but I think I could maybe ground him a little bit. So you would kill Bruce Willis in the Fifth Element? I think I would. Wow, yeah. Yeah. why is that? Because <laughs> I don't know. Of all the Bruce Willi. Uh, he is the most Bruce Will I am. <laughs> Bruce Will I am. Uh, he's the least fascinating to me, I guess. Okay. Yeah. You I like mean, Fifth Element. Well, I don't think Fifth Element's great. Uh, Multi pass, all that stuff. But um, when you compare it to Die Hard, and then you know, if I started a cupcake business with that Bruce Willis, I can't think that it would take off because. Nah. He, I mean, get, he would be have culture shock. He's no like, problem. first thing you got to do is get your advertisements in all these flying cars. And I'm like, there's no flying cars, <laughs> Bruce like, Willis. Dial it back, dude. <laughs> yeah, what a, dude, seriously. Yeah, so, you're uh, living in a different world, Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sidebar, Which, speaking of weird 90s name, movies, yeah. remember that movie Evolution? Or is it maybe that early 2000s? Evolution? E- is that what it's I called? I have no idea. Orlando Jones, David you. Duchovny. Aliens I come to Earth. I kind of remember that. That's a bad movie. No, no, I'm getting a signal from my producer to not go <laughs> your there. Pro- yeah. <laughs> your personal producer you <laughs> yeah. brought to the show. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. it's Bruce Willis from, um, from, um, uh, the one where he died. The cop out. <laughs> From cop out. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on oh, the show, Mike McGettigan. Making me leave now. Okay. You, I mean, if you want to stay, we're sticking no. around. <laughs> You're right. Oh, it's exactly one thirty-five. For all those you. listening at home, it was. It's one thirty-five. Yeah. Also, uh, Michael Dupree lied about traffic. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's, I didn't. Yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, claimed, there. he claimed there was some incident at I-94, which I'm going to look it up later on Google. It wasn't an um, incident. It was construction. Mm. Literally every mm. ramp that was convenient for me to get here was closed. So part of the variety is your lies? Yes. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> You're bad at lying. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for having me. This has been a blast, and I would, I'll come back anytime. Wow. Yeah. How about right now? <laughs> Any time except for right now. Oh, okay. I got to go to Ikea. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, great. Get All that right. shelf built. All so right. we will have another guest on, but we are going to take a quick song break. Here is Galacticop from my good friends, Atomic Atem- Time Berm. <laughs> Sure. 
Man Supreme. On behalf of Dirk and the Gobbler Society of America, I would like to remind you of important autumn tips for maintenance in your house, your home, and your work and your car. First, you must not skip Thanksgiving. It's important to remember to be thankful around this season. Many people just like to jump from Halloween right on to Christmas or Hanukkah. And I gotta tell you, as a maintenance man, I DON'T LIKE IT! Tip number two. Make sure when you're putting the turkey in the oven on Thanksgiving morning to baste it in all the finest juices and wines. Otherwise, you will wake up the next day feeling like a Mack truck hit you. And as a maintenance man who's experienced that firsthand, I gotta tell you, it doesn't feel good. Third tip, make sure you rake all your leaves in your front yard. This is a very important tip, besides the first very important two tips that I just gave you. The reason why you must rake your leaves is not cr contrary to popular belief. The reason is monsters! in the form of groundhogs and little rats and even tiny teacup chihuahuas. They love hiding in your leaves if you leave them down. And they're very scary. And I got to tell you, as a maintenance man who's experienced that firsthand, taking care of my grandmother's house because she can't get out on her lazy butt and rake her own lawn, it's terrible to find a chihuahua or a lemur or a sloth in your leaves because you didn't freaking rake it for three years. So make sure you go out there and rake your freaking leaves, all right? Tip four. As a maintenance man, I always see people just 
taking their leaves out and leaving it on the front lawn. WRONG! You don't want to do that. You want to put it in your backyard, store it somewhere where it's not going to get all super wet, and just leave it there for many millennia. And when you go back to it, it's fuel. You see, it just wears down and eventually it's an oil. How do, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you might not live, but your kids will definitely be appreciative when they are out of fuel in the future. When all the oil wells have been dried up, you will have all the oil in the whole world and it'll be your children's children's children's. And finally, tip five, remember to always be thankful for your maintenance man. Because if not, he will go home and he will get into bed and he will cry through the night and he won't get any sleep and that will be just simply awful for everyone. Thank you. This has been Dark Maintenance Man Supreme on behalf of the Gobbler Society of America. Happy Thanksgiving! And please remember to wash your pants. And welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. You, over the break, you heard Galacticop by Atomic Time Bomb. We are back with another guest. Before the break, we had Mike McGettigan, and he scuffled off like, I don't know, something. <laughs> Ronald Reagan's presidency. I am here with professional jet enthusiast anthony braxton how are you doing anthony uh, i'm pretty good michael thank you thank good you for, thank you for having me on your on your program your, are your hands sweaty you keep rubbing them on your pants no, i just uh it's well it's it's more of a nerves thing i was born with a degenerative nervous disorder oh i'm sorry to hear that no, no it's, uh, no, it's not so, your fault you why would you bring that up i i, just, I, I so you said it's not my fault and I, anyway it's not your fault michael <laughs> sorry so um very nice having you on the show um, thank you, thank you very much for having me. I, I appreciate the opportunity to, mm-hmm. to speak my mind. Yeah, and, this is the first time I've ever had a guest on that's actually reached out to me to come on the show. Well, I was a big fan of your program before, as you know. Thank and, you, thank you. And I, I look forward to all the opportunities that, uh, you, mm-hmm. that you can bring your listeners and, uh, and to just the everyday people that yeah. are you, making uh, this world work. You, uh, you came here telling me that you have like a, a, an urgent message. To uh, to to relate to the American people. Well, it's it's more of a it's more of a local localized message. Um, oh, okay. So just like Detroit area. Yes. Or localized us in this room right here. It, no, it's 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 more of a personal about uh, personal. Uh, oh, so it is just me. I uh, I did not have anything to do with the untimely murder. Oh God. Of my parents. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to clear that up. Okay. I wanted to clear the air. I'd There's a lot of speculation at my job. Okay. At my work. Okay. I I didn't know your parents were murdered. It was a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing. I wouldn't wanna. I wouldn't wish that on my my worst enemy, Michael. What? Well, what happened to him? Well, it it would. I am going to speculate oh, okay. that the family dog oh. may have been in on on this heinous crime. W- well, what? I'm, my only thing I have to go off is that my parents, whom I share a residence with, S- were still, m- were, mm, unfortunately, no longer 
Right. I am the, the sole resident I'm sorry. of my home. And the dog. The, the dog is... Uh, I'm very suspicious. Mm-hmm. He's been a long, long-time pet of the family. I, I feel that my parents and their... Maybe their dying wish the dog would be, you know, taken care of. You want, you think your parents wanted you to kill the dog? No, no, not not. not oh, you mean taken care of? Oh, no, like actually, by no means, just taken. Okay, just okay. cared for. The way you said it, it was but very misleading. Okay, I am suspicious of his, of of my dog, and and the convolution. Well, well, how did your parents die? How did you, how were they found? They were stabbed to death in their bed. <laughs> okay. I know. No, this. I'm, why? Oh, I'm why sorry. Are I'm, you laughing? I'm so sorry. No, I, I'm laughing because of the idea grief that... shows its face in many ways, Michael. Yes, I understand. Yes, okay. um, I laughed. I laughed quite a bit after, after discovering my parents. You, my, you were the one that found them. Yes, I. It's but the the nine one one calls, could be seen as incriminating, but they were not. Because you were laughing maniacally. I was when you laughing called. quite a bit. Okay. I, okay. I assure you, I had nothing to do with. The untimely demise of my parents. Well, <laughs> you say it very forebodingly. Well, I, I'm very sad about the entire endeavor. I... So, I have a question. Since yes, yes, you, Do you think that your dog actually was the person who committed the murder? Oh, no. Or do you think he contracted somebody to do it? Or are you I, just suspicious? I would... Well, the only thing that leaves me suspicious is why were they murdered in their beds? Well, I mean, that's a pretty good place to murder someone if you have but, to... Because they're sleeping. But Rufus, the right. dog, mm-hmm. he's very loud. Oh. And if someone was committing such a heinous act mm-hmm. to my parents, which I love very dearly and miss very dearly, I would suspect that Rufus would bark at them. Hmm. Why would they be sleeping still as hmm. they're murdered if Do not the dog was in on it? Rufus isn't a heavy sleeper? He's actually very rambunctious for his hmm. age. How old is he? He's nine and a half. Oh, that's, that's good. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a good age <laughs> yeah. for a dog. Uh-huh. He's a larger breed, so, you know, well, his hips aren't the same. What For what reason, it, hypothetically, you know, we're not trying to accuse anybody on on the air. Um, what, what reason would you say that Rufus might have to want to murder your parents? I know that my, my, my parents had a nice, substantial... Will, oh, and so maybe a dog could see that as a way out. Did <laughs> they leave a lot to the dog? Well, uh, it's still uh, it's in the hands of the lawyers now. Oh, but uh, so you're not sure. Well, I am currently. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation from, I would say, uh, greedy family members, mm. Im- Im- implicating me, and and I can't. I would not. Na- I can't imagine why they would think that way. Well. I mean, you can't imagine why they would think that the only other person in the house would be the one to do it. Where were you during this when this happened? I was I was sleeping in my basement apartment. Okay. It's an apartment within my parents. They house. built the, ba- the in, it's into an apartment. Yeah, it's a pretty cool layout. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's got a it's got I've got my own bathroom. Okay. And, uh, and a I've, kitchen? I've got, well, I've got a, a hot plate that I can use. Okay. Uh, if I don't feel like going up and you know mingling with. My parents. I'm sorry. It's all still so fresh on my mind. Yeah. When did this happen? Uh, three years ago. Oh, okay. Yes. So this is still. Why is the will still being handled by the lawyers three it's, years later? It, it's 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 all tied up in 
lingual mumbo jumbo. See, they, mm. they think if I had anything to do with it, that it's going to it's going to stop. You know, the payments coming into me. I don't care. So you're. I uh, am taking care of. I work forty hours a week as a jet enthusiast. Well, no, that's that's more of a passion, really. I. Oh. I I don't think anyone really gets paid for their passions. Yeah, you know, that in the 18th it. century, Isaac Newton was the mm-hmm. first person to propose the idea of a jet. If you channeled an explosion behind something, it, it could be moved very fast. You're speeds. sweating a lot right now. I get it. A little worked up. Yeah. There's the two hot button issues in my life right now. There's parents murder and the jets. The murder of my parents and jet planes. And rockets in general. <laughs> That's three things. Well, I like to think of jets and rockets as kissing cousins. <laughs> in a good way, in a positive yeah, kissing cousin. Yeah, of course. Way. What what other way is there? Well, there's an incestuous oh. way. I wouldn't I wouldn't put them in the same bed mm. per well, se. <laughs> I see what you did but there. They, but they would be uh, associated with. I like explosions that push people along at fast speeds. You see. Very good. Very good to hear. So what do you do for a living then? I'm a custodial engineer for the Ford Motor Company. Custodial engineer. Yes. I, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, from day-to-day activities, I, I, I watch the floors and make sure they're clean and, and generally provide a cleaner environment for, mm-hmm. uh, for my, my fellow co- Ford workers to uh, produce uh, maybe one day a rocket jet car. <laughs> that that could happen someday. That could happen how, how tomorrow. Tom, are you are you saying that like the like the royal tomorrow like? Yes, like tomorrow, like, as in the future. Yes, okay. So you don't think like literally tomorrow a, a no, rocket car? Like, like technically, right now is the future. Do you think rocket? Here we are again, Mike. Yeah, here we are in and, the future. And oh, there we are I again. Think, you see what I just did there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a very, I mean, very clever. It's a very broad term: the future and tomorrow. <laughs> So, uh, you you don't think maybe a rocket powered car is a little a little inefficient? Maybe. No, no, no. It's very fast. So any large amount of accelerant that it would use would actually uh, you would use less because you'd be getting there a, a fraction of the time. Well, I have a question then. Yes, if please, you're, Michael. You're so passionate about jets and rockets. Yes. Um. And you work at a company that you believe could... The future of mobility. Could Ford create a rocket car. Yeah. Why are you a custodian? Are you trying to work your way up, or...? Well, there's an old saying. To serve is to rule. So... Wait, what? Can you repeat that? To serve is to rule. Oh. And if I'm to serve my fellow man, mm-hmm. I will, in fact, rule them. Oh. Through my expeditious removal of trash from they, the premises. They rely on you. They do. If you just stop showing up to work, if then I what would they do? They would be encumbered in, mm-hmm. in garbage, feces, and you name it. And they couldn't. They would Vomit, have to take that up. That happens all the I'm time. I'm sure at Ford Motor Company. Yeah. Oh, it's very frequent. <laughs> yes. So yeah, because if they if you weren't there, they would have to spend all their time cleaning up after themselves, and and nothing, nothing would get, would get done. done. Yeah, that makes sense. Nothing, mm. nothing would get done. That's that would be quite a shame. It would be, I can't imagine. Can't imagine. <laughs> no, the world without me. No, well, um, I'm I'm, so back to your parents. 
moving back on that topic, I know it's yeah. it's very tender. It's a it's very um interesting topic to me. Well, that's why I, I thank you, Michael, because mm-hmm. not every not every radio show has given me the opportunity to clear my name publicly. You've been on other radio shows? No, I've tried, and they would not. No, take okay, me. no. Yeah, you, you well. To be fair, if you had opened your email that you sent me with, I didn't kill my parents, I please like, let me say it on the air, I, I probably wouldn't have responded. I, I, I just thought this anticipated was gonna... that. I, that's why I sweetened the pot with my rocket now. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to be a, an expert. I thought you were actually going to be like a actual scientist, like an actual engineer. No. Mm-hmm. But you, mm-hmm. you said, you, well, you are an engineer. You're a custodial engineer. I'm a custodial. See, that's not that's Inge- where the mistake yes. so, kind of happened. I could see the the confusion that would happen, yes, there, Michael. Yes. But, but I but I still, uh, even though you wouldn't want me on the show otherwise, I appreciate well, you giving I mean, me the option to clear my name. I'm not trying. I'm not necessarily saying I wouldn't want you on the show. I mean, this has been a fine conversation. Well, I've enjoyed myself. I uh, just kind of caught me off guard. Is all. Uh, <laughs> I didn't expect to be talking about. I didn't expect to be talking about an open case it's, a, it's still an open case it is it's still an open case. investigation yes, under the investigation, investigation is uh, i am i am no longer a person of interest as far as no. i as i know I, well you might be now i i think that i think i might be uh completely in the clear now so I've who's uh, made my case public who's um who who are other some some other suspects in the case well there's the neighbors you know oh <laughs> what is there's what is the their neighbors. story uh Fred and Doris were always extremely jealous of my parents. Why is that? Uh, and their upkeep of the yard. Huh? You see. Typical neighbor rivalry. Always jealous. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that could have been a prime opportunity for them to really up their status, you know, in, in the local community. Mm, of course. Such a shame. You know, anytime a family, a nice family gets murdered just for having a nice lawn, you know, an angel loses their wings. That's the only time I, can, I think an angel loses mm. his wings. The only time, yeah. Well, call it spades, but you still think it was the dog. I think the dog w- may have was been involved. Complicit. There could have been. Do you Fred think the dog let them in? If you think about it, what who has more access to a family dog besides the owners than the neighbors? The neighbors, because the they probably friends. watched him. A There's times. probably they could have been feeding him treats through the fence. Treats through Get the, the fence, dog, Michael. Have you noticed the dog going over to their house more frequently? I noticed they they've pet Rufus on many occasions. He Even was more very, now? he was very friendly, very familiar with them. Mm. So I, I would, uh, I would speculate that it could very well be Fred and Doris. Otherwise, who could get close enough to murder my parents? Are they pers- people in of interest bed? according to the uh, the law, or is that just your own personal? Well, I theory? can't, I can't, I can't speak to that directly because the investigators course, are, uh, you know, they keep me out of the loop. Mm. They keep me out of the loop, but that that's why, you know. These kind of radio shows are so important. Yes, to, yes. To, to a society's fabric. Throw it out into yeah. the into the ether. Yes, makes makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I before you go though, I would like to play a quick game with you. It's a game that we play with all of our guests. Oh, Michael, um, I, I I thoroughly enjoy games. You like games? Yes. What's I, your favorite kind of game? Well, I like Canasta. Canasta. Yes. And, what's that one? And backgammon. What What's Canasta? Oh, it's a card game. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, great. So, um, yeah, we're gonna play a game kind of similar to those, but it's uh, it's like fuck, Mary kill, but it's a little. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I'm I didn't sorry. know. Is, this a, is there going to be beeps in this show? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Okay. So, uh, so uh, share a Netflix account with. Do all share of their a Netflix account now. 
mm-hmm. you'll have to walk me through this one. Mm-hmm. Is it like a like a, a male account of some of some kind? Oh, you're asking if it's like do you, wait, you don't know what Netflix is at all? No, I'm not familiar. Oh, okay, Netflix is a uh, is a, a movie and television show streaming service on streaming. the internet. Yes, Into- like. Uh, like you go on the computer, you know the, okay. the box. Yes, they're, they're, um, I have one of those keyboard. Um, yes, and you go on there and you can pay nine ninety nine a month or something like that to watch movies and television shows. And is there a certain amount of movies or television shows you can watch for nine ninety nine a month? It's limited, but it's pretty pretty uh big selection. But oh. you also have, to, but if you shared a Netflix account with someone, there's all sort of implications. Like you have to like. They watch it at one point, and you can't watch it, and they oh. have a list, and you have a list, and then you recently watched, and you're sharing ratings and stuff. Oh, I don't have anyone to share anything with anymore. Well, no, that's why what this game is for. Okay, yes. And, I, I, and also, you share the DVD service with, and you okay. only have one DVD out at a time. So you Ooh. get a DVD, and then you, they get the next one. So. Well, I would get all the DVDs in this scenario because I'm not sharing well, with anyone. You're going to have to negotiate that with this person. Would you share a Netflix account with me? I Probably not. Okay. Yep. So. Very well. Okay, so share a Netflix account with, do all of their Christmas shopping for. Yes, I, I've done that before. And kill. Murder. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so share a Netflix account with, do all their Christmas shopping for. Murder. Okay, I've done that. Okay. Sandra Bullock, Jennifer Garner, and Ben Stein. Ben Stein, um, political. Political. Political speech game writer, show. right? Mm-hmm. I know. I liked his work with the Nixon administration. I didn't know okay. he worked with Nixon. Yeah, he, he wrote his stuff. Wow. And then uh, who were the other two? Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Garner. Oh, Sandy Bullock. Sandy, American. Yeah. Treasure. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a American shame. Sweetheart. It was a shame what that biker fella did to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, left her in a lurch. <laughs> I didn't. Re- I didn't and know. She that. won an Academy Award on the television, and and uh, all the while her her biker husband was philandering around. <sighs> Terrible. Terrible. Just thing. as bikers do. Okay. He needs to get his just dues. And uh, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the hit show Alias, which I never missed an episode of. I was yeah. a big fan. Yeah, it's a good okay. Show. I'm going to do the internet thing. Share a Netflix account with? Yes, mm-hmm. with Sandy. Why is that? Because she's beautiful. She's been through a lot. I've been through a lot. I feel like we could make a connection. Okay. All right. And uh, the other option was what? The mail? Uh, uh, go Christmas shopping for. Like, oh, do all yes. their Christmas shopping. And then well, murder. I'm going to do all the Christmas shopping for, for Ben Stein. Okay. Why is that? Well, I feel like uh, politically we're quite, quite in step, and and maybe that you know he would appreciate that yeah. and, you know political favor. For he probably doesn't have a whole lot of people favor. to go Christmas shopping for. Anyway. Well, and he probably has a lot of influence in the justice system. Yeah. So he's. Oh, I see where you're yeah, going. He could bring yeah. justice to my. Okay. So and uh, so you would murder Jennifer Gardner. I would murder her. For any particular reason? I would put a. A pink wig on her head and snuff the life out of her body. All right. Yes, oh. thank you. This has been fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been excellent. Oh, thank you for helping me clear my name. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think you. Uh, there's no question anymore that you did not kill anybody. No question at all. I think we can put <laughs> this whole matter to bed. Yeah. Everyone, it was probably my neighbors. Put it to bed and, and stab it we in the We could probably heart. put it to bed and the dog would never wake them up. Nope. 
So, uh, anything, any events or anything coming up that you'd like to to plug in? Oh, you know, um, rocket cars. I think that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, I would like to. I would say keep an eye out for mm-hmm. the future of mobility. It's in highly combustible cars that travel yeah. at extremely fast speeds. All right. All right. Great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show Michael, today. Michael, it has been a pleasure. Yeah. I appreciate everything you do for the community and for me yeah. and for my family's memory. And I, I'm sure uh, I'm sure not going to forget what you've done for me. Well, I'm sorry. Thank you very much. I don't, we don't need to hug right now. Please. Okay. Okay. Thanks. You're it's good. Nice. Yeah, nice. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the very first episode of the Michael Dupree Variety Hour podcast. We are going to close out the show with another song from Atomic Time Bomb. Here is Everything Must Be Destroyed. Anything else you want to say there, Anthony? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Here's Everything Must Be Destroyed by Atomic Time Bomb. Bye. Michael the Pre-Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please make sure to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to follow the show on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Michael Dupree VH. The intro song to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Somewhere in My Mind by Apache Tomcat. Thanks for listening. See you next week.